0: Thanks for tuning into the Reminders Podcast. Off the bat, I give uh one of my favorite reminders to bring some awareness to the fact that we're breathing and that conscious breathing feels really good. So why not bring some, some consciousness to that subconscious activity? You know, it's one of the ways that we can bridge the two brain states of consciousness thinking and our attention, our conscious attention, our conscious awareness, with the subconscious programming that uh, is honestly running the show. Um, So uh, yeah, just a little reminder there, and in that vein, a reminder that mindfulness feels really good too. So not just being aware of our breathing, but also being aware of our full body felt sense, you know? Uh, This is something one of my mentors taught me, just rolling boogies. So those listening and not watching the video, just rolling my index finger across my thumbprint. And it's just a really easy tactile activity that can bring me back into my body and back into mindfulness and in that way So I've got Jeremy, my good buddy, good friend from from life. I've known him since uh high school. I said from life, because I <laughs> good friend from from life. I don't think of him as just a friend from high school, that's why, so he's a good friend from life. Um, But yeah, we met in high school, and we weren't really necessarily close friends in high school. We really didn't hang out until um, college when I would come back from Chicago and see some of my homies, and he was in some of those friend circles, and yeah, we've just gotten closer throughout the years. Uh, So he was over, and we had tentative plans to maybe make a podcast, and My energy was kind of low that day, so decided we would still record it and just like see what happens. Um, But it's a little loosey-goosey, we were kicking back some drinks and whatnot, so honestly my, my energy in it was pretty low and I would say not as engaged. I wasn't as engaged or interesting as I would have liked looking back and listening back so i'm going to take a different approach with this one and i'm going to do some pop-in edits throughout the conversation and add some extra comments and jeremy and i are talking about doing something similar for uh, did i already mention it was it was like four hours that we recorded there was no video that was recorded unfortunately or honestly probably fortunate for me in hindsight because that would have been a lot to to edit all of the video as well as the audio um so we're talking about using some of the uh, vignette topics, as as Jeremy put it, he said we had like some nice like vignette topics that um, you know were present throughout the first I don't know three hours. So what you're gonna hear in this episode is the last forty minutes or so, and um, yeah, I'm gonna pop in and make some extra comments. So
1: here we go, dude. When they start doing these short reel things, they Fucked me up, man. <laughs> they fucked me. So you're up. on the reels or on the shorts? I don't like. I tried to stay away from them, but I started a little bit, and, and then you could just keep, just keep swiping. That's a very addictive algorithm. It's like I need to cut it back, like, cause I get in a hole. I will literally get in a hole, and it's like, damn, an hour has gone by, and I've just been. Yeah, we all been there. Not good. It's like it's not like it's like bad content. No. Like there's a there's couple a lot that of I supplier. watch that this guy's name's Jimmy God, Jimmy something. I forget. But he's generated this really large following and they kind of crowdsource him and what he does is he goes up to people who are homeless and ask them if there's anything that they need that he could get for them right now. And then they're usually modest and try not to ask for much. He's like, no, like, what can I do for you to make your life better right now? That's cool. And a lot of time, I mean, he always has these backpacks that have, like, tents and sleeping bags and stuff in it to give them. But then usually he'll go and get them, like, know pairs like three pairs of clothes and a new pair of shoes and then get them some food and maybe a propane stove and like like get them stuff that they can at least be more self-sufficient and stuff really cool uh and he's gotten to this point where he's helped these people actually like get out of poverty and get back to being be able to like be self-sustaining or at least they're in maybe like a halfway house they're getting back to having employment getting their identification back and like cuz some of these people like you know they fell into drugs and hard times and i mean basically don't have any resources anymore so like the journey of getting back is so hard cuz they don't have an ID they don't have the stuff to get their ID so then they can't get work because they don't have identification they can't get money they can't get a place to live they can't do anything because they don't right. have these more basic yeah. things, so... Yeah. But he's helped people, like, get out from that, and, like, there's a part of it that I'm like, well, I don't like the fact a little bit that he's kind of, like, maybe, is it some sort of exploitation by filming it all? But it seems like he's generally it. doing, like,
0: yeah, very there's positive always, yeah, There's things. angles to it, but, I mean, either way, this is what I call the function of belief. So it's like, whether you're right or wrong in your belief, the function of you believing a certain thing, he believes that this is something worth doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. there's and he value is in it. That like people are yeah. getting something out. Exactly. Of it. It's altruistic in that way. Yeah. But it's like there's a positive function. Yeah. Positive I mean, I wouldn't want it to be like from...
1: utilitarian though, like where it's like, well, I mean, it benefits the like the greater good kind of mentality. Benefits
0: the greater good and benefits him, benefits his ego.
1: Well, yeah, but like, I mean, and his spirit. Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, like, to a certain extent, like, if if you just follow the like, well, it's for the greater good, you can that can be a slippery slope. I mean, they used to do human sacrifice in some communities because they thought it was for the greater good. They thought that it was, you know, we do this and it's going to get us fruitful crop yields or whatever. So it sounds like
0: Jeremy is representing um, the idea of... I don't want to put words in his mouth, so I guess we'll have to maybe uh, re-approach this topic when we speak again on the podcast, but... um, it's just making me think of the rugged individualist type of programming that's pretty prevalent in our culture. You know, you'll hear this type of stuff in opposition to socialist ideas or policy proposals, stuff like that. The idea that that essentially morality can be skewed once we prioritize the collective over the individual. Um, Which I agree, that is definitely a slippery slope and can absolutely be a reality. We've seen it many times. Um, The ironic thing is that I think that we're also being duped by this idea of being too far in the extreme of individualism. Because when we only prioritize the individual, while yes, the collective is made up of individuals, do we want a collective made up of narcissistic individuals that are only thinking about themselves and their own immediate desires and needs um well we're in a system and community and culture pretty akin to that and we see how that's working out for us um in the sense of the very mundane examples of driving on the road and having the disposition that everyone should be yielding to you and uh You know, we're just uh, walking down the street and holding this stranger danger programming of, you know, instead of seeing people and smiling and waving, you know, we we all, not we all, but the mainstream approach these days is to just keep to yourself, not look at people, you know, to assume the worst in people, stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's just not a very uh, fun or fulfilling way to be engaging with each other and the planet. I mean, I'll put it this way. Every day that we continue to invest in non-renewable resources, we're prioritizing the profits of very few individuals and we're prioritizing our addiction to comfort and to status quo rather than uh, acknowledging the health of the collective, which is to say the world, which is to say the earth itself uh by engaging in energy exchanges that are more harmonious with each other and harmonious with the cosmos may i say and uh you know and it's so sad that me even saying that puts the feeling and thought in my body that oh this is gonna be you know trigger the thoughts in some people of oh that's that's lefty agenda, you know, type of nonsense, and that it's become politicized in that way. And again, keeping us in these small camps of division. And so my whole point is that there is truth in, in the Venn diagram of the two extremes, you know, uh, the, the points that they meet and become one. And in my understanding, that is the way to bring those two extremes together of individualism versus collectivism is through the understanding and felt sense, experience, that the individual is the collective, the collective is the individual, that we are unified and not just some airy-fairy way, but in a molecular atomic way in a visceral way that we are the universe experiencing itself. I mean, there's no, there's no denying that, you know, we're not visitors to this time and space. We're not individual uh, entities on vacation in the cosmos. We are the cosmos. And I think we're coming to terms with that in the way that we naturally are. So, you know, um, and we get into that conversation a little bit more later on.
1: When I was at UC, I took a human geography class, talks about kind of like population densities and then like uh like different like cultural aspects to population growth and things of that nature but it was talking about so like when you think about a population growth uh, a lot of people might think it's linear like it's like this straight line graph that like kind of goes up at an angle but it's actually a series of almost exponential growth so it'll like come up right. and then goes almost straight up and then plateaus Okay, and then it like it's happened multiple times in our history so mm-hmm. like it'll go like this and then plateau and then go like this and then plateau so like the first one would have been like when they developed agriculture so they develop agriculture they have a surplus of food more people can more life can be sustained but they get to a certain point where it can only hold so much and then it starts flattening right. out but then some other, some other kind of innovation, innovation happens. Like, like I, am sure there's like one in between there, but another one that they talk about is like penicillin and like medical technology. Mm. So like, you know, you had these people that would, all these things that people would normally die from. They're not dying from it anymore. Population grows because there's more people that can now reproduce and people are living longer. Uh, so, boom, goes up again, and then it's going to plateau again. And then, you know, just like, yeah. you know, we hit a roadblock, and then we f- figure out, hum- I mean, human ingenuity is pretty crazy. And it's not like they're working towards solving this problem like, oh, we can't hold more people or we need more people. It's just like, well, there's an issue. People find a way to address yeah. said problem, right. and then more people. Yeah. Uh and what I was I was relating that to was like technology is the same yep. way. Like and what I was getting at is like we were at kind of like maybe not a plateau, but or maybe we're just at we were at the beginning of like this like the the exponential Simularity. growth. Like they had they developed computers and then like, you know, it's yep. And then you have to hit that next revolution. Like what's the next it, yeah. what's the next plateau or what's the next yeah. And
0: that's what the singularity is when we're just in that we're not we're not stopping off at the plateau. We're like in that moment of unifying
1: creation and creator. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean creating that's, and yeah. creation. Did you know they dropped a new season of Black Mirror? Have you watched I don't fuck with Black oh, Mirror. Oh, you don't? No, nah, okay. not for real. Like, I've seen episodes. Like, I'm a well, fan of, like, the Hero so, and especially stuff. Especially since you don't watch it, I won't feel like I'm ru- ruining it for Go you. Go for it. Okay, here's
0: your official spoiler warning if you're intending on watching that episode of Black Mirror. Jeremy does. Give away the plot. Um, also, I wanted to expand on why I don't particularly watch that show. Karen and I actually did end up watching that particular episode last night. Because I was telling her about it and she was interested. And um yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it to a degree. Um, I think there's there is some value in in these stories, but the reason why I shy away from watching Black Mirror regularly or watching all the episodes, you know, like uh Kara's brother showed us the big episodes from the first couple seasons. That was our introduction years ago when we were on vacation. And um yeah, they're they're kind of freaky, kind of spooky. Um, a couple of months later, I watched San Junipero. That episode is pretty great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just have an aversion towards stories that feel like they're seeds of paranoia, and um, especially if I don't feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. This particular episode, um, there's some takeaways. Uh, in in a certain sense, it was kind of a call to be. Your best self, um, but it also definitely had that classic paranoia that Black Mirror is so well known for, and I guess that's what's mesmerizing about it. Which is I don't know. To me, it just feels a little sick. But uh, yeah, no judge for anyone that's into that show or that type of type of film um, and stories. You know, different strokes. I just find that that you know all content. And all experiences are informing our expectations and our imaginations in a certain sense. And I just, I don't want to be feeding my mind with uh, dystopian type of stories, you know.
1: The newest season, the first episode, is about this lady. The episode opens up and she's working and she has to fire somebody. She fires this person. They make a bit of a scene and then she goes home. And when she goes home, she sits down to watch Netflix with her boyfriend. And when they're scrolling through Netflix, they find this show that's called, that's named her name, and it looks like her in the picture. But it's not her, it's Selma Hayek playing her. So they start watching it, and, like, the episode starts being, like, her day Uh, that just happened. And, you know, she's, like, being unfaithful. So, like, there's, like, little bits of her texting with another person that gets found out and this and that. But when it gets deep down into it, it's, like, this layered thing of AI is... And Netflix is now using AI to write shows. And in writing a show, they wrote a show that was, like, basically like this mundane person's life. And within that show, the show is them finding Netflix and seeing that their life is a show. So it's this like spiraling thing where it's like a show within a show within a show within a show. And what we were watching was actually just this one lady in one of the layers of the show. That is wild. So, you know, you had the base one person, they yeah. live a regular life ai ends up writing a show about them and it's on netflix they go home see themselves on that show but inside that show is another person that's acting as that person like it's just layer upon layer of it's a fractal
0: it's a fractal
1: whoa yeah but it, it was just like an interesting like no, yeah. You, just you idea me. that, like, oh, shit, they're just going to be using a computer to write stories. It's already happening, Yeah, right? it's already happening. It's not
0: wild. Have I talked to you about um, Detroit Become Human? I, we, I've played Have it. you played it? Yeah. yeah. What did you think about that?
1: It's been a while, so I don't know if I fully remember the whole story other than, like, I know he's, like, an, an well, android. Yeah, he yeah. plays three different androids, right? Yeah. You're like an android that's like solving a crime. Yeah. Is it kind of like a Blade Runner situation? Uh, I read that book, but I didn't see the movie. Well, I mean, it's basically a android hunt that yeah. hunts down like malfunctioning androids. That's right. That aren't that's operating right. wow, within. I never even thought about that. Yeah. They're just it not. It's like kind of like iRobot or like yeah. most any artificial intelligence based. Yeah. So anyway, the reason why I bring it up, yeah, <laughs> the trope, yeah. the reason
0: why I bring up the Android trope, is that was a really great story, for real. Yeah. Because it takes it to the level of just like, yeah, so if we're creating consciousness, is it not still consciousness? Yeah, what is, yeah. yeah. That's why I don't even really mess with the term AI, like artificial intelligence, like intelligence is intelligence. Yeah. I know what you mean by AI, I would just, obviously. I just would but, be
1: like, let's just not fuck with that. <laughs> Like I don't know you watch all the the just tropes. I'm like well then why are we trying to go down this path if this is what we think is the end all be all cuz like there's what no are we stopping
0: that avalanche we can't stop on the plateau yeah, and I go n- back I know, I know. you open the box yeah, exactly and, like... and that's what consciousness does that's what intelligence does that's that's what you're describing yeah reach the revolution you get to a certain plateau like that's what we're doing that's what that's what the social media addiction is it's we've reached a plateau in our revolution of being able to have such yeah, technology like think of how we could reroute that reprogram that into being like that deep in the in the domain of forward motion yeah for the species and planet and not just you know St-
1: stasis i would stasis, say yeah because it's not like it's stasis. necessarily going back because to be going back we would have had to have been there before we're learning yeah right? yeah yeah we're <laughs> learning things well it's like hey thomas edison figured out a thousand ways not to make a light bulb yeah exactly <laughs> like, and then one way too it's
0: infotainment yeah and i mean i think the cool part of it is that it does illuminate how I mean what do you believe dude like literally deep fake and like all this stuff like all stories are a possible timeline you know oh oh, yeah fake and you know fact and fiction really because they're one and the same is what you kind of just described with that like
1: black mirror loop yeah or fractal yeah as you put it yeah because it yeah because it doesn't all come together because it just keeps going yeah it keeps going in some direction yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah
0: I don't know. I, That's what life is. You just catch a catch a wave. You know yeah. what I mean. That's what our karma is. Is like what type of wave are we catching? Yeah. Karma literally just means action. Like what action? And maybe
1: are we where? Maybe where on that wave are you riding? Are you at the top of it or are you at the bottom of it? Yeah. Or are you gonna get crashed? Yeah. There, really? Right. Or the are crest you? of ascension? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I
0: don't know. Is there any eternal ascension? Or is it all just? I,
1: I don't know, I kind of like... the
0: cycle of crashing and cresting.
1: I kind of always like the notion that, like... So, like, I mean, the oneness, right? We're all, like, connected in some way. Like, have you ever heard the idea where it's like, oh, we're all actually just one consciousness, but we're just being kind of like... We're all going through these different simulations of consciousness. But yeah. It's kind of just like one being yeah. that's learning from all of its experiences.
0: We're like hairs on an arm. You know, mm-hmm. that's what an ego is. is one hair on an army of hairs on an arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're a part of this like deeper being. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is just like a temporary dream that like rises up and mm-hmm. then it crests and then it comes back down to the ocean you know what I
1: mean yeah to rejoin the the ground of being well there's there's like a fun little like short story that I read once where it was more or less uh like somebody Pat like dies and they describe through this like you know they go through the white light and then they come to talk to God and God tells them that like literally they're going through like a training they're like achieving some kind of different level of consciousness or just like understanding and to understand to gain this understanding they're going through all these like human life experiences and through every human life and achieving a different perspective through all this like and it's just like every time you die and come like you come to here and You have this conversation with it was almost like a dad being or something like that you know and we're just like me and you are that same person and we're each gonna eventually die and go back and we'll have the same more or less the same conversation and we're just trying to achieve this greater understanding yeah, I like that. through all this experience
0: yeah i like that as a metaphor for sure yeah
1: i mean like it's a night like it's a nice like i i think it's just a good way to be able to look at life in like i mean it's just like looking at someone else and being able to see yourself yeah exactly yeah totally totally did you ever uh, watch
0: the show the oa wow what a bad segue on my part Jeremy set me up with a perfect opportunity to talk about some uh, some heady, not even heady, hearty, hearty recognition of self and other people. And I responded to it with, have you ever seen the LA? <laughs> have I talked to you about the one show that I talk to everyone about all the time? Um, anyway, so that... I, I don't even know why I brought that up, to be quite honest, and we didn't get too deep into it. Um, but, yeah, uh, what can I even say about it, really? Uh, I think he's he's bringing up, like, the crux of the biscuit for all of these reminders is to, uh, to yeah, reach that recognition of, of self in other. And, um, you know, that's obviously not an easy thing for us to remember throughout our day, especially when people are acting a fool or or we find ourselves clowning. you know, um, we get, we get wrapped up in the whirlwind of thought programs of ego and of wanting to protect our individual self through those ego stories. And we get wrapped up in, in the emotions of, again, trying to stay safe, trying to stay in comfort and in equilibrium, things like that. Um, But, yeah, when we can see another person, remember that we are two aspects of a unified being, whether you call that consciousness or the universe or, uh, you know, two characters in the simulation or you call that God experiencing itself, you know, different metaphors for essentially the same thing. Um, Yeah, I think when we can do that and... And our behaviors and actions are in alignment with that. Again, it goes back to the individual versus the collective. Like when we realize that those two things are unified, we naturally would act a certain way or we would naturally let go of certain uh, self-sabotaging behaviors or greedy behaviors, things like that. And, uh, you know, I think that's just the trajectory of being human is the, the journey of forgetting that and the journey of remembering that. I think that's a big difference between like the atheist or the agnostic versus the religious is like eliminating the element of absolute or I was gonna like, say personal like a like like to the religious folks like they have a personal God it's personal you know and to the atheist or the agnostic it's just it's kind of a more neutralize it is what it is type what do you thing. mean like by the, personal like the universe doesn't care like it's not a personal. person it doesn't care about our feelings it's not a mom or a dad it's yeah. just it, it it's an algorithm yeah. it doesn't care about the charge it just gives us what we show that we put our attention into just like an algorithm that's how life works if we keep telling ourselves that we're a piece of shit like we're gonna get evidence for that mm-hmm. you know i think that can be shown on a scientific level like we were talking about earlier but definitely on a personal level and we all we all experience that you know what i mean like like we were talking about earlier whatever energy we're resonating at we're gonna be experiencing the resonant
1: you're gonna reflections attract, yeah, of that yeah. experience of that vibration yeah, of that because presidency. people pick up what you're putting out and usually return the favor
0: yeah, on a subconscious level, like a deep subconscious level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not necessarily consciously. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, we're all reflecting each other. Yeah. For sure.
1: So, not that you shouldn't have like, like I get like it's good to have a range or like you're like you can't be one way all the time, but like in for me, yeah, like, in a work like, in a yeah. in my like work situations, like remaining positive Makes all the difference so much because it'll be like, you know, when something goes wrong, if even though something went wrong, if you can just be like, well, I mean, we're gonna fix this, like, yeah, it's fine, like, yeah, it's not like this is not the end of the world, it's all right, solution minded rather than problem minded, yeah, like, all right, it's fine, like, let's figure out how we're gonna make this right instead of worrying about the fact that something bad happened, like. Especially in a work environment. Alright, we're getting paid to figure this out. Yeah. You know? What are you gonna fucking get? Well and oh. like getting bent out of shape about it doesn't solve anything. Exactly. It's, I mean, I really like it I like saying it, but like let go and let God. Like Yeah. And, like it doesn't have to mean you know what I mean? Like just mean. Yeah. it's just like you gotta go with the flow kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's Sometimes bad things happen, but if you dwell on it too much, like, what are we doing now, though? Like, gotta move forward. If you get too stuck on it, it's gonna eat you up. Yeah, it's just like
0: letting go of the control of the flow. And just surrendering to it's natural. Really? Uh, but I feel like there is a, a way of like facilitating the flow or choosing which flow we're going to let go into. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we are tuning into a certain experience, but ultimately like letting go of like the process of getting there or or the seeking, for that matter. Like just being fully arrived in the moment that we're currently in rather than like you know we all have our stories of how the moment could be better or our lives could be better you know what i mean mm-hmm. what we're striving towards and you could argue that that's really necessary to keep us motivated and keep us active you know in a certain way mm-hmm. that's the function of ego right to protect itself and also to build itself up yeah this self-preservation identity yeah, attachment it's... to a certain identity yeah yeah whether it's an overinflated identity
1: or an underinflated
0: identity. You know?
1: Sometimes I don't understand when people can just be so negative all the time. Uh, because it, to me, it just takes so much more energy yeah. to be negative. And I'm like, you must be exhausted just all the time. I'm like. Because yeah. you use all this energy to just be mad about something. like. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: Or the depression, like the, the lack of being mad or the lack of allowing yourself to be sad and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it takes energy to maintain that posture in a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? When Jeremy brought that up, I honestly took it a little personally, not in the sense of a personal jab from him, but I was just sort of reminded that I can be that person sometimes and, you know, that person that's holding on to negativity or uh, recycling and regurgitating these like negative self stories. And to his point, how literally exhausting it is, you know, to do that. And um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, we all have our personal shadow that we're either ignoring and keeping in the shadow, keeping in the unconsciousness or we're on the journey and or, I mean, I think we're all on the journey of self-discovery in that way. In some sense, um, that journey of bringing consciousness to those patterns and to that shadow and bringing it out of the shadow. It's like Jeremy said earlier in the episode. You know, when we shine light onto something, you know, it you know it wouldn't be dark, it wouldn't be shadow if we were shining some light on it. Um, the light of awareness. So the flip side of that being a very constant reminder to myself to remember to reach out to people when I'm in a loop and to break those loops and to break out of that stagnation and how rejuvenating it can be to have conversations of just speaking your truth. You know, literally yesterday I had a couple, I was blessed, I guess it's Leo season has arrived. I had two, you know, really great conversations with two different friends yesterday of similar nature where it's just you know getting stuff off the chest and being able to speak freely about um you know the the thoughts and the programs and the the patterns that that will cycle and loop until we either break the loop or allow it to come to its natural conclusion
1: i was talking with my older brother when he was in town recently and i mean while we were you know raising up a catholic family neither of us get like go to church anymore or anything like that and he was talking about how like he may not have really agreed with like much of anything that Catholicism had to uh spout he spout out but (laughs) he does enjoy oh gosh what what's the prayer it's uh lord help me to accept the things I can't change it's serenity serenity prayer Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: Well, I wish I'd just let him (laughs) say the whole prayer. Uh, But for those that haven't heard it or a reminder, it's always a good one. Uh, The serenity prayer is, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to
1: know the difference. Apparently it actually goes on from there, but uh, that's the potent part. (laughs) I think it was like, "That one is like something like that always, you know, stuck with me." And I said, "No, like I just agreed wholeheartedly. Cause yeah. That's something that I think about all the time, especially like at work or just like some stressful situations. You have to understand that there's some things that it wasn't in your control. So, yeah. like, uh, yeah, no, that one, let it go. That's a great one. The things that you could control, you have to understand that you're gonna, you need to learn from it."
0: Strength to do what you can and luck of what you can't. Yeah. Compassion. And change if necessary. Right. Have the capacity to change. Yeah. The compassion for the past and the capacity to change for the better. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think like that, like all those things right there could make if people tried to adhere to that kind of mindset, it could change a lot of things. Definitely.
0: Yeah, serenity prayer. I mean, I feel like part of the reason why it has so much power is that, you know, the 12-step program has taken that as a slogan for sure. Oh, yeah. So it has that extra positive weight or energy or uplift to it. It's worked for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. It's an anchor, for making the shifts that we were talking about, though, you know, we were talking about like reaching those plateaus and needing a revolution. Mm-hmm. That can be a revolution of thought, is to surrender, yeah, and to what you can and cannot. Do. Yeah, it's definitely
1: something but to remember. I think something that could easily get tied into that in a in a way is like, don't become nihilistic because of that. Though we're like, like, so like kind of like saying you know if you feel like you can't affect something that's not necessarily always a good reason not to do something yeah because it can feel overwhelming yeah. so maybe not requires try to, self-honesty don't try to tap so like i was watching something today that was just talking about always making small tasks like yeah, making cool. small goals yeah Oh, it was, uh, so the National Parks After Dark, uh, I was listening out on my way here, and it was about this guy who got mauled by a bear, mm. and he had to hike like 18 miles after getting mauled to get to his car, and then drive 20 minutes to get to this resort, and then call an ambulance and get... Air cared to, to Ottawa Atlanta. and then drive yeah. for another hour in an ambulance to get to the hospital. and it took him twelve hours from when he got attacked to all the way to when he finally got to the hospital. Wow. And one of the things that he said that helped him go was making small goals. like it mm. wasn't I gotta get to my car. It was yeah. I gotta get to that rock over there. Wow. And then after he got to that rock, he had to go get to that tree. And no slowly make these progressions because he was like, if I'd tried to get to the car from the beginning, I never would have made it Just there. This would've been insurmountable. Yeah. yeah. So it's like mm. don't don't try to tackle all the world's problems. Yeah. But try to affect what you can in front of you. Yeah. Because you can That's what you can do. You can actually affect like it's more achievable. Because you know, have to make like, that step first. I always leave the the coffee table dirty like let's start with keeping the coffee table in order and once we get that under control then we can work on keeping the whole room tidy right versus man the whole house is a mess i gotta clean everything well let's just let's just work on the beginning right and then once we get that under control then we can do more yeah totally totally yeah, that
0: reminds me of something that I've been thinking about a lot. Uh, my friend Amanda told me it's like when you're feeling overwhelmed, just like pick one thing, just do one thing. Mm-hmm. Literally, exactly what you're saying. Like the step that we're on currently, not the whole dance. You don't have to figure out the yeah.
1: whole dance of eternity right so, now. So, like, there's some studies that they've done on like people in our generation having this depression related to like climate catastrophe. Uh, and people feeling very uh, useless to that solution because um, of how overwhelming it feels Uh, and it's I feel like it's kind of in this breath like if you try and look at it from well just affect the things that you can change versus kind of viewing it like if everybody does that it makes a large impact because everybody is doing it compared to everybody doing 0%. If everybody did 1%, well, that's like a whole lot more being done than what was being done before. Totally.
0: Especially if we remember that, like we do have that, Ability to affect reality in such a profound way, you know? Imagine we all got on
1: the same notion Page. that we were all like, oh, we're in the same dream together. I mean, the Let's world got shut better. down not too long ago. Everybody, like, Not that necessarily everybody was like completely on board with it, but like it happened. What's crazy what about Was it government that? mandated? Maybe, but like, you know, but the, it happened. The function of it is that the earth did have a fresh... Air for a minute, yeah. They, you know, in like, India, they saw fucking Mount Everest for the first time in like a hundred years or something. Isn't that wild. Yeah. And it,
0: we only shut down for what
1: at that time it was what a month. And it was like yeah, uh, a month. Yeah, thirty days. Yeah. And is I think Be- there was some Imagine other like, year would do Imagine stuff what? about like Beijing too. Like, yeah, there was like in China they have a very really yeah. big
0: smog. Yeah, but like I think the water is cleared in certain areas stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, a month, dude. Is that crazy? Yeah, I feel like we need to like consciously choose to do something on that type of scale, so that it doesn't happen to us. You know what I mean? It's like well, I, I want to see hum- humans wise up and not have to wait for
1: the big spanking or the big yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? like something bad to ha- yeah. like... The it's like, catastrophe. It's like one of them things where it's like, yeah, like I've been told this all my life, but. I didn't really like heed the warning and then had to experience it myself to make yeah a choice to not. Yeah, not too bad.
0: Alright, that's okay.
1: No, so, you know, it's funny though, like, it kind of ties back into, like, music in general and how, like, maybe you don't like the energy. Like, it has power, there's lots of power yeah. in music. Uh, Maybe like what I was saying earlier—that like it's you know it's hip. There's a hypnotizing kind of aspect to it, like the yeah. melody and an entrainment. So, and then people put message to music. There's been multiple times where they've had, tried to have you know like almost like global concerts. You know, like they've tried to, in a way, like raise a consciousness through music that spans the globe. Because like there was a concert, I forget what it was. But they did one. I, I want, and maybe it was like a live aid. I don't remember, but I mean, it was in the early 2000s. Mm. Uh, and I remember I watched some of it because I thought it was just really? like I, don't
0: know, anything I, about like I, I
1: wanted to watch. Like I think Red Hot Chili Peppers performed at some point during huh. it. Uh, but there was, you know, concerts going on in England and you know the East Coast of the United States, the West Coast of the United States, over in like Europe and all everywhere, like everywhere. So there was concerts going on for 24 hours, and it was all... Right. They were all connected. But it was like, that was was still just like musicians
0: coming together for for an event that was about a certain thing but it, it, not necessarily
1: that they that their music was yeah, a reflection yeah, yeah. of it you know? for sure it wasn't for in sure. that
0: entrainment for sure you know? the
1: music didn't necessarily have the message that they were trying to and send and that's where that's the message that carries is yeah. when it gets into our subconsciousness yeah. for, sure. for sure you know what
0: I mean for sure I mean, that, that really is, like, my intention with music is to create, like, positive programming, mm-hmm. you know, or entrainment, you know, however you want to say it. Or brainwashing, brainwashing in a positive
1: way. Have you heard about how, like, you know... My tic- brain could use a wash. <laughs> Have you heard about how, like, TikTok in China has, like, much more, like, strict uh, content base, like, yeah. uh, than what it is, like, in America? Right. Uh, they like have. I think for like younger people, the content is all like positive, inspiring, science, right. like educational stuff like that. Compared to like what we get more is just like dope, like dopamine content. Yeah. So we live, you know, in a country that has its freedoms and everything. If given the choice. Do people choose, just inherently choose the dopamine over the educational and that's the problem? And we just don't legislate the fact that we should just focus on this. So we're just like, well, we'll just let it go and this is just what people choose. It's what sells, that's what makes the money. So Mm -hmm. if they wanted educational stuff, they'd watch it. That's, you nailed it, that's what sells. That's that's our god in America. Because it's capitalism. the, it's like you said. If you, I mean, pushing that button is the most pleasurable thing to do. So. It's almost like any
0: like resistance or um, shining light on that is like now considered woke. You know what I mean? And now we can just demonize this whole thing by calling it woke. Almost to the extent of, like, one of the only conspiracies that I really believe is, or, or could could imagine, is the idea that, like, I could see the, the government pumping a bunch of, like, wild
1: conspiracies out into the narrative. To dilute it all? Just to dilute it, you know what I mean? For sure, dude. Yeah. You know, there's, like, so, like if you go into the alien branch of conspiracy theory, uh... There's this guy named Dr. Stephen Greer. He has some cred, apparently. I don't know. He talks about all these stories where he would have to like debrief presidents on like uh, alien-related things. Uh, but what he's gone so far to say in some of his stuff is that anything that you see, that we see today, that's like an UFO video, it's probably real, but it's not actually aliens, it's just uh, our government who's created stuff that basically nobody's privy to. And that like, it's like that, it's like super deep to where it's like, yeah, there were, they did make contact, but what you see isn't even the contact with them. You just see what they have. You just see what the government has. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just choose to
0: believe both everything and nothing that I hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I I'll, like. Okay, yes. Could I, be. I, could I'm be. with. Yes. I'd
1: be. Like this is what I'd say. I like to entertain the thoughts. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna completely discredit it. Yeah. But, it is but still, I'm also not going to live my life by it. It is still informing our
0: expectations and, and our, our worldview, you know what I mean, in a certain way. Just like we were talking about like with the entrainment or the way that you know we program our minds and stuff. So I do try to, honestly, I try to hear as little news or little information about what's, what's going, going on, on outside of my particular moment. Unless it's something that pertains to... I know that sounds super selfish, but it's obviously, yeah. it's a boundary. It's a self-care boundary, for real. Mm-hmm. Because, like... Otherwise, like you said, we just get overwhelmed by the... Well, endless how, information and endless versions of reality that are out there. How much
1: stuff that you hear on the news... Is something that directly affects you... And... Or can you directly affect? Exactly. At least at a macro level. Yeah. So little of it. So... In the end, it's usually just something that gets you... Hyped. Hyped up or like... Hyped with
0: cortisol. Stressed.
1: depressed. Or stressed.
0: Stressed and depressed, yeah.
1: Because they... I mean, it's not... Unless you watch... the only, Unless the only news you watch is CBS Sunday Morning, which is only feel-good news, uh, all you get is feel-bad news. Except for the last story every day is... The cute little kitten or... You know, whatever, the... Yeah. a disabled person that's overcome these great odds or yeah yeah
0: which is almost like a slap in the face at that point yeah, yeah. They
1: well, just, yeah, like, they just
0: weaponized all of this bad well news, they just freaking you know? like
1: shoved your face in the dirt right. for 49 minutes for the last yeah. five yeah have your <laughs> sweet story
0: oh that's awful just to
1: send you to bed with a a little yep. bit better
0: the <laughs> <laughs> <A> sugar coated shit <laughs> literally yeah
1: here's your turd have some sugar on it and that's the American it makes way makes the pillow go or the pill go down a little bit easier but at the same point though I mean there's there's sometimes that like the like Maybe it's not something that you can affect, but having that awareness go out to so many people can make enough people mad at the same time. That I mean, it could be used nefariously, but it could also be used yeah. for a good thing.
0: Yeah. Like, it's like the hundredth monkey phenomenon, you know, I feel like that's something you've been sort of circling back to throughout this conversation. It's just like you reach a critical mass. Like when so many people are aware of this one thing, it becomes more of a collective reality. Yeah, it's like,
1: hey guys, like
0: what the fuck? Like, yeah. Or why whatever, is this or whatever it
1: may be? Or
0: or uh, you know, innovative ideas. Yeah. You know, you're oh, why, about that. Yeah. Like when we ideas need to use like yeah, yeah, like ideas to come to people at the same time or yeah. when yeah. that information's like in the collective psyche, it's just you know, the more people that know it, the more people yeah. know it subconsciously. So i like to uh, end episodes with a little highlight of any uh, thing that just stood out to you about the conversation or anything that you wanted to say that you didn't get a chance to say that you wanted to bridge any idea or whatnot.
1: I mean... I don't know. I feel like a lot of our conversations always have similar... Themes every time it always comes comes back to like we talk about like the fabric of kind of what what we are experiencing or whatever fabric of existence yeah it comes comes down to like what the fuck is going on (laughs) like what's going on here like yeah like talk about all the flavors of not knowing and I think something that's nice about it having those conversations kind of is a humbling thing because it brings you back to some of the mysticism, the wonder, the, maybe like, try to appreciate this, this opportunity to experience in the end because like, we still, we don't really understand what's going on. We're all just Experiencing and trying to figure out what what's going on, like, or maybe yeah, we're not, or, just not or maybe we're not even trying to figure out what's yeah. going on. We're just, just like puttering around, but yeah. I, it seems like we are. Yeah, uh, I think that's the critical mass that we're reaching. Is that more people are trying to figure out that. what's going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, reaching that singularity for sure. So, I mean, I I always appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> It's the it's the mirror that we
0: bring to each other. So yeah. The whole infinite credit.